Shane O'Cass. We've got meetings everywhere. G'day, Shane. Uh, morning, chaps. How are we? Very good, mate. Uh, with Dave Stanley and Luke Marlowe. Now, where do you want to start? Do you want to start uh, at Port Macquarie? Why not? It's a pretty good meeting out there today, up there at uh, Port. Soft five, track should be good. Uh, eight races, uh, pretty competitive across the day. I thought the best was in race five. It's number four, a horse called I Know the Trainer. Uh, it's Paul Smith, who's the trainer there. Benny Looker, the rider, barrier five. Now, this horse, guys, uh, won its last two starts uh, back in uh, March and April very impressively. One at Grafton, one at Port Macquarie. Now, it, is, it uh, resumed at Ballina. Uh, on the 16th of December was an absolute certainty beaten. Uh, it ran six, it went up for an inside run. There were horses all over the place stopping in front of it. It was $21 that day, so obviously there's expecting some improvement from it. Now, the interesting point here is that second up form is one for one, and that happened to be at Port Macquarie. So, uh, look, I think everything now with, with Benny Looker taking the ride points to, to this mare winning, she's she's quite handy. So uh, I, I would have thought around the $4 is uh, is, is spot on, in, in albeit quite a strong class too. But, uh, look, she's well-bred. She's got a good trade a good jockey, good draw. I think she's got the ability. Uh, the other one there is in race one, uh, number three. It's called Powder Man, trained by Donna Grystyle, ridden by Johnny Grystyle. Uh, barrier two, over 1,100. The horse hasn't got a huge amount of early speed, but it does finish off pretty quickly, uh, and it hasn't done much wrong. It's had the three starts for two placings and a third, and at all of those runs, it was hitting the line pretty well. So it's first up today. I just hope it doesn't lose touch with the field, but you wouldn't think so uh, if, if Johnny Grisdale is able to save a bit of ground there. All the better, because um, this horse uh, is not going to stay a maiden for much longer. And my other one there, the uh, the last one is in race three, number six. It's called Thinkin' Bo Yu. Uh, one of Michaela Weir's good draw, 1,500. Now, this horse has got form around a horse that I'm sure both of you would know, and a lot of people would be putting in their black book, a horse called A Girl's Best Friend. Uh, ran third to uh, that filly at uh, Coffs Harbour last start, and she won again the other day, and wow, she was pretty awesome. I think Mark Quinn's setting her for the country championship. So that's a pretty strong form line, uh, staying in a maiden there at Port. So uh, the consistency of this gelding with the good barrier and the good draw uh, could be his day today. And he's seven dollars two twenty the place. I would have thought he wouldn't be missing a place, but anyway, we'll see. And is that all for Port? Yeah, that's all for Port Canterbury tonight. Uh, another good meeting. Uh, hopefully the rain stays away. But um, look, a horse that I tipped last week that was scratched um, is my best um, race three, number seven, Deanne Andretti. Um, said it all last week. I mean, I know you, you, you agree. Probably the both of you, she's, she's the boom filly of the Ron Quinton stable. Um, she's got to step up soon and, and start delivering. But look, I think she's better than the horses that are in that race tonight. And um, she's $4.60. So... We're going to find out because uh, there shouldn't be too many excuses for her. You'd think she's going to get a nice little cart along in behind them in a, in a you know, fairly genuinely run race. And if the track's playing fair, which it has for quite a while, um, you know, I think she should be getting home over the top of them. All right, it's perfect. Uh, now, Shane, the nation's capital, have you had a look there? I haven't had a look at Canberra, um, but uh, good luck to them. They've always got a good meeting down there, but no, I was a bit busy doing, um, doing Canterbury tonight there, boys. Okay. Uh, while I've got Helping Hand and also Shane O'Cash, Marley, you're calling the meeting tonight at Canterbury. Do you want to throw out your best? Yeah, sure, Dave. Um, I actually don't mind one in the first. Um, the ride of James McDonald, the name escapes me, but if I bring up the field, I'll be able to... Is that citizenship the there, Lukey? No, I've gone the other way, Shane. Uh, I've gone the right. other way. Yeah, I, I mean, it trolled well, the Coolmore horse, most definitely. Yep. But I've gone with Step Aside. I think it'll spear to the front, ah, very right, fit. Right. Yep. Um, and I just think he might keep going. Um, I, he's back in distance, which I, I don't mind. But I yep. just like the fact that he can control the race. Did you have any feel there? 
Oh, look, it's a good field because I thought citizenship would be almost favourite, maybe step aside trusting it, but um, Emancipist is the favourite, and look, I can see why. It's trialled really, really well. Um, so it says how good a field it is um, that, uh, you know, th- those three horses are all sort of around the three-ish or whatever they're going to be because, uh, yeah, it's a, I don't know who'd win. I think what you're saying is right. Step aside's probably going to be the one in front, and you'd think around Canterbury that's massive advantage but I don't know it's just something about citizenship well I'd like to see it come in though um because it was going to be very short the other day when it was supposed to debut and it's not as short this time so I don't know whether the confidence is as high as it was in a much weaker race last time well they were all waiting to back it it was off the map early and now it's heading back the other way so um it'll be interesting to see what the market does late there I also thought that Outlawed would win race too um yeah me too absolutely yeah, no, I'm, I'm spot on with you there. I thought the horse trialled the house down, and uh, its form before in, in a few other races that it was in, it, it does look like it's a pretty nice horse. So, yeah, it's a good meeting. As I say, there's some young young horses uh, coming through that you'd expect wouldn't be at, um, quote, the midweekers for much longer. So. Uh, boys, and just on, on this, because I'm interested to hear you both, the, you know, your thoughts. I mean, uh, Canterbury Race 1 tonight, you know, you're talking about. Um, J-Mac was on citizenship in that... Uh, original start but then that was a scratching now he jumps on obviously step aside do do you guys read into that in regards to form or do you look at it and go well actually he probably had a pre-booking to step inside a couple of weeks ago and that's just the way the cards have drawn or or do you analyze it and go well hang on if he really wanted to get on citizenship he probably could i've got an opinion what happened there because citizenship was scratched to avoid that wet track a week or so ago i'd say that mcdonald would have already been booked for the race yeah. Um, uh, on the other horse, because uh, for, he would have been booked for Chris Waller in this race, and citizenship, of course, is a Mar Eustace horse, so they might have come to him when he already was locked in. That's that's what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, so I, it's, it's not, not it's not a case of if you're sitting at the pub, the Savo or the Tab, and you go right. Oh, Mac is not on this, so he must think the other one's no good. It's not actually that at all. No. Yeah. It's a fact that uh, they're just booked so far in advance. Yeah, I'm just speculating, but I think that's what could have happened. Right. I think that's what does does happen, Lucy and, and guys. Dave, that, that Chris Waller does put him on, you know, sort of two weeks. And you're right, citizenship may not have been down for this race, you know. And when James McDonald took the ride for Step Aside, who he's ridden twice anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I tell you what, I was as good as Jay Mack is. Obviously, I like Tim Clark around Canterbury. Pretty oh, yeah. happy to pretty have Tim Clark on mine. Well, he had yep. the wood on him yesterday in that sprint race, so that syndicate race. Timmy Clark, he, he got that horse home, uh, sent a fire, and you thought that 11-11 was going to go whoosh, didn't you? Yep, yep. No, he's, a, he's such a good judge at pace, Tim Clark, on on uh, on horses and those tight-turning tracks. I mean, him and Josh Parr, they're around Wyong and Gosford. They're almost unbeatable, you know? Shane, you uh, have a good weekend. Before we let you go, tomorrow in Sydney, what's your best? Oh, it's not my best, but it's a hell of a good roughy. Best rough for the weekend, I reckon. It's called Capistel. Uh, it's in race seven. Can't remember its number, but I remember its price. It's about $21. And it was a good run first up over way too short a trip at Canterbury. Have a, good, have a good look at its record second up at Randwick and have a look at what happens when Jason Collett gets on. I like it. Have a great day, Shane. Thanks, chaps.